0: Nice, crisp, not too, too cold morning, and um, I'm on my way to work. And um, I just kind of pricked my memory on my my mind to think about this weekend. It was so wonderful to have the grandkids here. Um, Always rewarded when you're not used to having kids in your house that um, certain things you got to get used to their energy, their uh, rivalry, their, um, just their personality. Uh, some people will call certain things that people do attitudes, but I, I call it their personality at the moment. And um, I'm teaching in one of my classes about um, needs, and one thing we said about needs, needs are... Uh, they're plentiful. Like, you always have, they're ch- always changing. They are, um, so they're changing, they're competing, and they are another word. Like they're competing, changing, and I'll think of the other one. Holy Ghost, just give it to me. Give it to me, Lord. Um, but anyway, So I remember when they were really, really little and how they wanted, you know, certain type of attention and everything from us. And it was just in different ways, kind of like a little sweet way or in a way of just doing things to get attention. Maybe, um, you know, when their baby's knocking down toys and um, as they get older, they they were able and they got phones near them. They would call us and see how we're doing and uh, check on us, and now we're competing with their needs. Meaning that, you can call or pay robot. You know, that's so it's so funny. And one thing that I've learned from my granddaughters is that, and my grandsons, that they all are different. They have the same mom, so they all are different. And, but the thing about them, even when you think they're not listening to you and they're not hearing you they are hearing you they're listening they, they're looking at you and we have to decide if we want to be in the, what we want to be in their life do we want to be an influencer or do we want to be a discourager so which one do we want to be I know sometimes we will, in our rearing of our children or our grandchildren, we will discourage them to do certain things in their life. Or necessary, you know, we may have to tell them, hey, you may not want to hang around people who do this, or they have these things around them, or if they're doing certain things, we we may discourage them for that. But we don't want to discourage them from their gifts. We want to encourage them, we want to be an influencer. Um, I realized that Randy and I and my grandmother my grandmother, excuse me my mom, their grandmother, their great grandma, is influencing them in so many different ways. Um, We were talking when uh, helping them set up their own podcast and I said well where did you how did you connect your relationship with God and you know the first thing I think Cissy said is grandma tell my grandma Ida, not because they call me Nana. And no matter what type of um, how can I say it relationship you have with God, whether it's going to church, whether it's praying, whether it's getting into your word, you know, your kids and your grandkids and your great grands in this case are looking at you. but they also said that, you know, that me and their grandpa, their papa also encourage them for where, you know, we expose them to going to church and listening to the Word and listening to gospel music and hearing, just trying to say, you know, show them how they, they hear God's voice and how God is always around them and protecting them and they should never be afraid. They should never be afraid. And how you can speak to things and make it happen. And my granddaughter did an example of speaking to things how it could change. She went and she ran into the kitchen and she got a paper towel. And she said, Look at you know, kinda look at the paper towel, how, you know, smooth it was and pretty much some, I guess perfect according to was made. The way it was made. Oh, it was and um then she started she said, Now this is it, this is you. This is a person. This is how we are. We come out with, you know, no influences. Nobody said anything to us negative. You know, we, you know, growing up as a baby, everything, you know, we're growing, They're like all oh, so cute and mom and dad is teaching them certain things, being very encouraging. But then it grows up, it goes into the world and then people around them start speaking into their life negative. She started crumpling up the paper and saying things to it. You're never gonna make it they started folding it. Crumbling it up. You're nothing. Started crumbling up, closing it up. Um, you're dumb. Started crumbling up. You're stupid. Started crumbling up. You're gonna go to jail. You're gonna. You know. You you need medicine. Started crumbling it up. And she just sat there. I mean, she was very serious about it. I don't know if her mom taught her this or what. She was very serious about it. And to the point where it got into a ball. And it was just all like, you know how we get when, when somebody's trying to hit us or do something, we we put our hands in front of our face and we crunch down and, you know, we're scared. And that's the way that paper looked. It looked scared. It looked damaged. It looked upset. And she showed it like that. She just said, that's what it is when people are saying negative things to you. That is what's happening. You are just reducing yourself to less. You're just crunching down and just being not as perfect as you were, not that we were perfect, but not like you were designed, let's say that, and then, as she was sitting there, and then she started straightening out the paper, she said, but, but she didn't necessarily say this, but I could see her saying it, but this is when, so after, after you crump it up, but then people started speaking into your life, you are amazing, you can do anything, God loves you, you are the head and not the tail, You are above and not beneath. You are the first and not the last. You're going to be amazing in your life. You're going to influence people because of the way God has spoken to your life. You're going to be leader because God has purposed you in that way. And she just kept just spreading it out and, you know, trying to make it like it was. And she said, but once she got it straightened as she could, she said, look at it. But it's not like it was, you know that still has some deeps. I said, but you know what? It doesn't have to be like it was because it was never perfect because nothing that God has made, well, what he did make on his earth, he said it was good. He didn't say it was perfect. He said it was good. He spoke those words. It was, it is good. It is good. So, even though people or things that happen to you in your life, that had made you fold in, that had made you cringe up, that had made you not look like you were, or had made you upset. It doesn't mean that when people are speaking into your life positive, that you're gonna be any less than you were before. a matter of fact, when God made you, He made you good. And through God's love, and through the things that He has exposed you to in your life, he can make you even better. Even though outside people may see one thing and they may know a thing about you, but it doesn't mean that you're not as good or you're not great or you cannot be successful or you cannot be the things that God has allowed, has spoken to your life. Can you cannot uh, cannot have the promises that God has. running and wanting to kill him but it didn't keep him from his greatness that God has poured in him it didn't keep him from the greatness that he was designed to be it didn't keep him from um, performing or satisfying the prophecy that was spoken before him so guys, so women so men, so children of God so people, remember if God designed you and you were good and men try to destroy you and to make you think bad. Man does not have power over God. God has power over man. know in the world you know talk about reborn give me your life to christ you're a new creature he can redo you we will not allow or he will not allow what man tries to do to you or what you <clears throat> have done to you or where you have been around or you when you may have not known better and places you have been around to dictate the in your life what your life is going to be Do not do that. Grab onto him. Have a relationship with him. Don't have a religion with him. Don't start a religion with him. Religion already started. It's already there. It's been there forever. Start a relationship with him. Hold his hand. Trust him. He'll say, it's okay, baby, to cry. It's all right. Cry because your cry, your tears are not because of your failure. Your tears are because of your faith. You didn't give up like the man with leprosy. He knew he didn't supposed to be out there in public. He knew he didn't supposed to be near the Messiah. But he said, "I wanted that bad. That's not it. I'm gonna be here because I know he's a healer. I know if if." He, if he's willing, he will. I ask him, if he's willing, he will do it. He was just like that paper. paper. He was crumpled all up with his sins or with his sickness. And man has told him that, hey, you can't be out. Basically, man has told him, you can't get no help. There's no cure for your disease. You you are living because of whatever they're saying. The sins of your parents. The that giant, that parent didn't kill or the you're the evidence of that. But you don't have to be the evidence forever. You can, it can be the end. No more leprosy. No more sins. No more fornication. No more premarital sex. No more babies out of wedlock. You can say all that. But even if those things happen, God still loves you. But you can be the one to say no. And how do you change? How do you change with His help. God, I'm not strong enough to resist the sin. God, please help me. I'm not strong enough to stop smoking weed. God, please help help me. I'm not I'm not strong enough to keep my mouth shut. God, please help me. God help me to be more like you, God. Help me to listen and to hear what you have to say to me. Help me. I am not a failure. You know, I am the head, not the tail. I am above and not beneath. God, let me be an influencer with you because of you and not a <clears throat> discourager. Father God, if I discourage anything and things that are not like you, I'm going to speak to the enemy. And we're going to declare that anything that is not like you does not belong in my life. In my husband's life, in my, our children's life, in our grandbaby life, any of their life, in any of our, my parents and my dad, in my in laws, in my in love, in my friends, in my co workers. God, we rebuke the devour right now that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. You are nothing but amazing. You're not even short of amazing, you're more than amazing. And God, we just love you, God. Thank you so much for allowing us to have this time with our grandbaby. I know sometimes we get a little stressed, but God, you give us that moment to pour in what you have poured into us just a little bit at a time because if too much, it would just, it would just they won't really receive it because it's going in too fast. But we, just, because of you, we're able to give them that little bit that they need to make you, God. That little bit of medicine. When that doctor's creating that medicine or doing the formula for the medicine for an adult and doing the formula for medicine for the kid for the same type of uh, symptoms, is different. So we, we know that what we have to give them, God, has to be different in different dose, doses, dose A dosage. A different dosage. So, Father God, I just thank you right now, God. You have been in my life always, God. I have not always heard you the way I hear you now, God. I have not always received you the way I receive you now, God. I have not always been as passionate for you as I am now. So I know that you are my source. You are what prov- you, are the- you are how my needs are provided. The word says, never said the right to be forsaken or his seed begging bread. I don't beg because of you, God. I don't want because of you. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I don't fear because of you. I (laughs) I love because of you, because you are love. And I thank you. I thank you for helping me to be the best that I can be daily, God. God, I repent of my sins, God. Anything that I've done was not like you, God, that you would not uh, approve, God. I ask you to forgive me of my sins, God, and forgive those who have sinned against me as well as I do that, Father God. Father God, create me a new heart and a fresh spirit each day, God. Father God, line up the things each day in my classroom, God. So the people will, or the students will, I will see a change. They will see a change. I will see a change as they see a change. I will do things better as they, as they see me do things better. They will do things better, God. Father God, I thank you for covering me as I travel, God. I pray that you cover my husband and all of my family and friends and coworkers as they travel from, the, from their homes. Their jobs. Father God, that their jobs are at their home. I pray also that you cover them as well there. I thank you for your peace, God, that passes all understanding, God. Father God, these, these weights of this world are too heavy for me to carry carry, God. Father, I cast them I thank you for your love. I thank you for your peace. I thank you for all that you are, God. You're so worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name. Thank you.